and welcome to 2022, or just after 20 past eight, as it was back in the territorials. A new year, but the same great entertainment. So sit back and relax. Or probably hold on tight. It's likely to be a bit of a bumpy ride. Some of you may be familiar with a podcast I used to do called The Stunt Pod, where we spoke to everyone who was anyone in the action and stunt business. We'd find out about their careers and then ask them a set of questions about stunts in general. One question was, have you ever had stunt envy? And by that we meant, have you ever watched a movie or something on TV and you've seen a stunt and something inside you wishes you'd had the opportunity to perform it? We had many answers, but one answer kept cropping up more than others. It was the drag under the horses and coach in the movie Stagecoach from 1939. Why? Well, because it was that one moment that encapsulated what a movie stunt was. Yakima Kanut, the performer, was regarded by many after performing this gag as the very best stuntman in the world at that time. You name it, Yak could do it. Well, this is true enough, but he did specialise in horse stunts, as many did back then. He performed this stunt on a few occasions, with a few changes here and there, but the stagecoach scene is the moment that sticks in moviegoers' heads. For those who don't know, the stage is being ridden across Monument Valley and is being pursued by the Indians. The hero is the Ringo Kid, No, he's not an up-and-coming drummer, but a sharpshooter played by a young John Wayne. One of the Indians, played by Yak, rides up to the team of horses, pulling the stage, and jumps on them. He's shot at and drops down between the two lead horses. The Ringo Kid then takes aim at him whilst he tries to duck out of sight and shoots him for the final shot. Yak is now hanging onto the board between the two horses and is being dragged along the ground. He lets go and the horses and stage pass over him without injuring him. And he's left on the ground as the Indian brothers ride by. For one man, this gag has been a labour of love. Stuntman Terry Leonard has performed it twice and each occasion has had a story to tell. Firstly, on Legend of the Lone Ranger, and again on Raiders of the Lost Ark, as he explains here. All right, here we go on Legend of the Lone Ranger and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Eyes down for a full house, away you go. We're, we're doing a picture in Phoenix called Used Cars. Bob Zemakis is directing. Mm-hmm. I'm directing the second unit, I'm the stunt coordinator. Right. And Stephen comes over, to, and Stephen was one of the executive producers. So he comes over to Phoenix, and we're talking about what I was going to do was, after that, I was going to coordinate uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I was going to be the stunt coordinator, Mickey Moore's the second new director, mm-hmm. Harrison's the star, away we go. Right. But Milius is getting ready to do Conan the Barbarian at the same time. Now, they want to do that in Yugoslavia. But Tito is plugged into the wall. He's on life support, on a bed in Yugoslavia, and I called Buzz Feist, and I said, Buzz, what happens if Tito dies? What are you going to do with Conan? Because I'm set to, I'm, I, I told Stephen, and we had talked about this particular sequence in homage to Yakima. 
right. where I jumped from the horse to the truck and out the window, and I'm the original driver of the truck. Harrison That's knocks right. me out of the truck, and then I become Harrison Ford and do the dragon under the truck. Anyway, so um, uh, I'm going to do the coordinating on Raiders of the Lost Ark. But in the meantime, I mean, uh, Conan the Barbarian comes alive, and I told, and, and they, uh, Stephen and, and Milius are great friends. And I said, Stephen, you know, if John goes with Conan, I got to go with him. I said, I've done every picture he's done. And he said, I understand. Don't worry about it. Well, here goes Tito. Down he goes. There's 3,000 Russian troops on the Yugoslavian border. Dino says, you're, De Laurentiis, you're not making a movie in Yugoslavia. They shut the movie down. Conan gets shut down, postponed or shut down. Right. Now, in the meantime, I talked to Stephen. He says, who can you recommend to be the stunt coordinator on Raiders? Because at that time, I was doing Conan. Mm -hmm. I had turned Stephen down. And I said, well, there's a dear friend of mine. It's a great talent. His name is Glenn Randall Jr. Dad was one of the best horse trainers in the world, Glenn Sr. Uh -huh. Trained all the horses for for uh, uh, Ben Hur and all that stuff. Mm. So they hired Glenn. So now I'm out of a job. I turned <laughs> well, the yeah. Conan, Conan is down. Two biggest movies in the world, and I, and I got neither one of them. <laughs> so uh, Jerry Gatlin, who was the stunt coordinator on, on, on uh, Lone Ranger, calls me. And he says, hey, you want to do that Yakima Canuck stagecoach gag? I'm like, Jerry, you're kidding. I, I would have paid to do it. There's only a couple of guys have done that. There have been modifications of it, but this is the Yakima Canuck stagecoach gag. Yeah. Not quite the way he did it, but it's monumental. We go to Monument Valley, and I'm going to do the stagecoach gag. Right. Glenn goes to Europe to do uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I go to Monument Valley. And Billy Flaker's directing it. Billy Flaker direct, was, was the director of photography on 1941, uh -huh. where I first met Stephen. Right. And I go to Billy. I said, no, oh, oh, in the meantime, let's go back to Gat. I spent hours with Yakima in his house talking to him about this stagecoach game. Looked at the still pictures and all that stuff. So I kind of formulate an idea. When we go to Monument Valley, I go to Billy Fraker and I said, Billy, uh, when Yakima did this, we, we, he got between the leaders and stayed there until the tunnel was made to go straight under him and out the back right. before he does the deal. Drag, it gets up the back of the coach. I said, what if we do this? What if I stay under him longer? Because when Yak did it, even though as fast as they were going, they weren't going that fast. You look at Yakima's horses, and their yeah. ears are pricked up. You look at my horse, their ears are laid flat back. Yeah, absolutely. We, we were, and I'll get to why we we're going so fast in a minute. Okay. Uh, I said, what if I, what if I'm, let's pretend I'm wounded, and do this dragon, and I'll go hand over hand and stay under him real long. Now you can stay with me a lot longer oh. until I get out the back. Great idea, Terry. Yep, Terry Leonard just come up with another wonderful idea. <laughs> another winner. <laughs> oh my God! Now doing doing this deal under under those horses, going that fast and standing under them that long is like putting another bullet in the gun playing Russian roulette. Absolutely. Well, sure enough, I got stepped on. Yeah. I got spit out between the rear wheels 
the rear wheel on the right side of the coach. It went over the medial side of my right leg and into the, the, the lateral side of my left knee, tore the living tar out of me, and I'm laying in Monument Valley looking at, I thought my legs were cut off. Right. And, and there was no doubt in my mind. Because I, I, I saw the visual that goes that inch and a half wheel going across my leg. I was in major pain. Well, now this was before that they had that wreck with with uh, with uh, on on uh, John Landis show where they killed the uh, oh on the uh, Twilight Zone and, and, uh, and yeah yeah. So there was the, the camera car was packed. Everybody wanted to see who's on the you know wanted to see this act. Right. So there's more people on the camera car than need to be on there, even though a number of cameras are on it. Now, he can't hit the brakes because you're going to spit those people off. Sure. The Wranglers are way down the road as pickup men for the stagecoach uh -huh. because we've been chasing those horses for 10 days through Monument Valley. And the more you chase a team, the more power they get and the more runaway there is in them. Right. They will take off and they're blowing fire. So now I, everybody's down the road for a, a half a mile or less, and I'm laying in the middle of Monument Valley, thinking my legs are cut off. So that was a that was a great moment to I be quit. there and realize that my legs weren't cut off. No, exactly. And they flew me out of Monument Valley in a light flight back to uh, uh, they flew me out of Golding Landing to the hospital, uh, Sentinel Hospital. Doctor Curlin came down. He put me back together so anyway sorry just what, I know I know you're in full flow there Terry but I just wanted a qu quick question just with reference to that where in, in your own opinion where did it really start to get freaky when you were underneath that carriage at what point did you the, the minute I got the minute I got under the leaders oh really said, it was that what bad what the hell am I doing oh. <laughs> and the reason we we're going so fast yep is because uh there was a there's a fault that lies in the preparation of this particular uh, stunt or uh -huh. any stunt. The fault lies a lot in the preparation. Right. And there was a few things that went wrong in the preparation of this particular stunt, which I won't go into because uh -huh. the guy that was would be involved in the story is still living. Yeah, understood. Go I don't want to bag on anybody. No, no. I so. will say that I accepted a certain thing that I should not have accepted. Right. When I talked to stuntmen on how not to do this stunt, that would come up. Right. Publicly, I don't need to be talking about people. I accepted something was my fault. Right. And it, the forces were not in an absolute straight line. Okay. And they, they, they stepped on me as a result. So I blame myself. And the reason they're going so fast is because without these certain items, mm -hmm. you don't want them playing in the harness. You want them tugging and going as fast as they can go. Okay. So we were we were cutting the wind. I'm telling you, we were we were just about out running racehorses. Wow. And that created a problem. That anyway, I, I ended up going to my. So now I'm in my, in in Sentinel Hospital. Yeah. I'm on crutches, and Fraker says you got to come back on the movie. Gatlin called me. Says, Fraker wants you back on the movie. I said, Gatlin, I'm not coming back there if I can't go to work. He says, You're coming back, thanks for So I go back. I go back to I go up back to Santa Fe on crutches and worked the rest of the movie, played a little part, and I did a high fall the last couple of days of the movie. I'm healing up pretty good. <laughs> healing up pretty couple, good. Right. A couple of weeks a couple of weeks later, 
Glenn calls me. Of course, he called me before then. Yeah. Uh, and he said, hey, you want to come to North Africa and Double Harrison on Raiders of the Lost Ark? I said, absolutely. The sequence that you kind of helped design was Stephen. Right. I said, okay, count me in. So I went over there limping and ended up doing the stunt. So I got the best of both worlds. Yeah. Conan comes alive, and I end up going from Legends of the Lone Ranger to Raiders of the Lost Ark to Conan the Barbarian. It's un- unbelievable <laughs> in one foul swear because obviously Steven Spielberg tells it that that you come to him and said you know this whole because that particular shot of of you transferring to the to the truck uh-huh. was was it was a shot that they had from the sort of serialized idea of the movie and and that was the whole thing that the, the the truck chase was the was the big scene within the picture right um, and so was that when you decided look I can do this. This is something I can do here. Was that something that you pitched to Stephen, or you said, "Look, I can do this"? No, we pitched part of it. We, we, this was way back in the conception of the movie. Right. When I, when I had the movie. Okay. When I was going to Raiders of the Lost. That Star. was the idea. And uh, then I went down the hill and chased the truck and all that kind of stuff. Because everybody else was interestingly a- enough that they, everybody said, "God, that's such a." How, how did you ever do that? And people, people, neophytes that don't really know. That wasn't that bad a stunt at all. I'll tell you, it was the wicked one. It was the wildest thing I've ever done with that stagecoach deal. On. Only because of the speed and the way we decided to design that stunt, which is, again, me. I've come up with some great ideas. That <laughs> I probably... yeah. yeah. Come up with some great uh, ideas that instantly regretted it, it when you're hanging underneath it all. Like. <laughs> it, was, it, was a great, it was a great idea at the time. And uh, when I got under there, I said, what in the heck am I doing here? So... Anyway, where was I in the story? I kind of lost my. my uh, well, you'd uh, you you'd got around to doing oh, yeah. doing the whole thing. The Glenn driving the truck. Eventually, you going under. So I had Glenn driving the truck. I didn't trust anybody else to drive the truck. Not English guys or anything. I just wanted Glenn driving the truck, especially when we dug the ditch. And, you know, and they aren't seeing the driver, and, I, and he had to keep the truck over the ditch because I couldn't get out of the third member at the back of the truck on yeah. the drag. So we had. A bunch of peonies digging that, you know, six-inch ditch so I could clear it. I still didn't clear it by much. But if I'd got the bouncing around, it would have been a bad goal. Yeah. But anyway, I make this transfer to the truck, and there's a two-seat camera down on the road way ahead. And we're, we're going to, as far as the stunt is concerned, and I know where that camera is, even though I'm concentrating on getting to the truck, Glenn shifts from second to third gear just as I'm making the jump to the truck. Uh. I got Hung out to dry. I'm uh, I'm I'm in a position that bulldoggers say you're hung out to dry. You can't get back on your horse because your balance is off the horse too right. far, and the truck backfired. And it's when he makes the shift from second to third. Boom! Horse hits the air brake, ducks out from under me. Down I go, and I'm rolling in front of the wheels of this truck. And I said, oh. "Son, bitch, I'm going to get run over again." <laughs> well, I didn't get run over. So we get up. We got to go to take two. We set the cameras a little different. And now I can't get this Arab son of a gun to the truck. He knows the boogie <laughs> He's not man. going anywhere near it. <laughs> he knows the book man is in the back of that truck and he's <laughs> part of that truck. And we don't have a backup horse because you know, we didn't have horses. We don't have Wranglers from Europe, I mean, from America, whatever. Yeah. And this horse has, he don't want any part of that truck. So we can't take all day to school him to get him back into having the confidence of that truck. Right. And uh, so... I finally got him to the truck when we got the other, got the shot that they needed again. Mickey's directed the second unit, and we're just laughing. 
that every time he gets the truck, he'd duck out and didn't want to go and uh, he caused me a lot of help. Back to the point, he said, that was such a tough stunt. I said, no, that tough stunt was not did not exist. The tough thing was getting that horse to the truck the second time. Yeah. That was a tough thing. So we finally got Right leg on. <laughs> right, leg, right leg on and get it over there. Exactly. Well, it looks like once you've, once you've conquered that, of course, and then, then, of course, the irony of the whole thing, you transfer it to the vehicle and you're driving before... Yeah, you know. the original, supposedly the original driver. When, when, when Harrison gets in the truck, I'm the guy driving. Yeah. He looks at me, I look at him, I smile, and out the truck I go. Yeah. Knocks me out of the truck. Then, then, and then, uh, Italian stuntman came down over the top of the truck. Sergio Mione. Sergio Mione. Yeah, came over the top of the truck. So anyway, that's that. Those are stories. Well, that's it for this week. And don't forget to join us on Friday for the YouTube episode. Until next time, bye for now. (laughs) 